Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Greetings, family. How you doing? Hope you're doing great. You're tuned into Kingston Vibes right here on 949 HD2 Bob Radio. Have one of my Long-time musician, reggae friends, Tim Pacheco is in the studio from Sidecar, man. What's going on, Tim? How's the vibes? Ivory, everything's always good. It's good day. I get to hang out with you, Dougie. What's up? <laughs> We've been hanging out a lot. Tim has his band Sidecar. They've been playing San Diego for many, many years. Tim also toured with Big Mountain for four years. He also has another side project called the Southtown Generals. I think you've heard of them. So Tim has been a stalwart in the reggae community in San Diego for many, many years, and he's still playing, still classic, still Mr. Perfect Pitch on the microphone. Wow. Well, thank you. You got the great radio voice, though. Oh, man. Thanks. It's it's, kind of wild when you stack up the resumes, like all the things that you did, and people start saying, like, whoa, I I did all that. It was crazy, 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 crazy. I've I've been blessed. I've been doing, I've been able to do some cool stuff, you know. Definitely. You've done some amazing stuff. Uh, how How many sidecar records are there? I believe there's like four or five of them. Yeah, it's like four over, or five over the years. Yeah, that mm-hmm, put out. Mm-hmm. and uh, I've never really been how you say mainstream anything. I've always been in my own little pocket of music. How I how I write and how I perform my stuff. So it's always been kind of hard for me to to be in some in in like a pigeonhole into one category to promote or vibe like that. So I've always been kind of just floating around. Yeah, you're like an independent contractor, independent assassin. Just doing my thing, you know, just having fun. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Now, I, I, when I first moved to San Diego, I heard Sidecar, and it was, it was been always great. And we, we were in other bands, the Shepherds, and you did, you've been mixed up in a lot of bands. But your newest project is Southtown Generals, yeah, right? Uh-huh. That's your newest project. Yeah, the newest, oldest. Newest, oldest. That record's really good. You had Jimmy Kai on there. You had uh, one of the guys from B-Side, right? Uh, Agua Dulce. Oh, Dante Thomas. Dante, Dante Thomas, yeah. The Notorious. And Pelé, Pelé, the Swedish Swedish maestro. He's the best. Yeah, but you know what? That whole thing came together like in perfect timing. That's kind of the way it worked out. It wasn't like we were trying to... We weren't trying to do anything, really. We were just kind of just... I was doing sidecar. Wubby was uh, was obviously with POD, and they were taking a break. You know, they were taking a little time out. And and when I was touring with POD, me and Wubby, in between shows, we would go hit the bars and we would jump up on people's stuff. Me, ODZ, and and Wubby, and we would just jam in random bars around the world. Wow, I did not know that. That's what we would do. We got we went we did some, <laughs> we did some crazy shit one time. We ended up at a um at like a. Where the place like where the where the old soldiers go, 
VFW. A VFW. It was a VFW in like Missouri or okay. somewhere crazy, and it was like full of nothing but bikers mm -hmm. and, and cops, and, and we were in there playing <laughs> reggae. It was crazy. <laughs> they loved it. But yeah, so, but we always talked about doing a reggae band. Me, yeah, me the, Wubby, yeah, that was uh, one of the key ingredients right there in the band is Wub, yeah. the drummer from P.O.D., right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, when last time you guys played, I was talking to Wub, and he's like, Carlos, this is great. I always wanted my own reggae band, and you're giving me that opportunity to get off and do the reggae stuff, right? Well, so. he's a really talented drummer, man. You know, he's, uh, I've known him for a lot, a lot, a lot of years. Him and my wife are cousins. They grew up together. Okay. So when, nice. uh, when, I, when me and Wub started doing shows together, it was before P.O.D. even got signed. We used to do shows in Mexico together. Oh, With wow. my band Soul Power. Soul Power, that's right. Joaquin Hernandez, which is Cumbia Machine. And so, like, everybody in town, that's our, we all have... We've all been playing with each other in each other's uh, And Soul Rack, right? You oh, were in Carlos, Soul Rack. Yeah, Carlos, too. Carlos uh, Paez from B-Side Players yeah, also had a project with him. He inherited that band, yeah. And Black Market Disciples. Black Market Disciples. That was me and Carlos's little thing that we did in the... We wanted to do a record because, you know, we're, we're crazy. We're always making songs up and stuff. And mm -hmm. we did it like a like if we were doing like a hip-hop record. We did one turntable, a mic, and we had a, a little SP-202 uh, hard drive recorder. Mm -hmm. And we took all our drum beats from, from albums. Carlos, he would pick vinyl and get drum, break beats. Right. And I would put uh, bass guitar, keyboards, and guitar, and then write lyrics to that. We did two records worth of stuff. Wow. Yeah, we, and uh, I don't know, man. Everything we ever done was just never really picked up by And anybody. both both you guys are doing great. Carlos's band, B-Side Player, is doing great. Oh, Your band Carlos, is, Carlos is a genius. Yeah, man. He's a genius. Um, so, Tim, being in the reggae scene for so long, what could you say how the reggae scene has developed or how it's changed since you've been... A reggae musician what what how do you see the reggae music what direction do you see the music going and where have you seen it come from well in the 90s because i'm an older guy you know i'm an older gentleman in the 90s when we were coming up the only reggae bands that we seen came up from la d2 or posse you know those cats that came from those like that la reggae vibe and they had they still have their vibe it's different than than any other San Diego, there's a different right. way that they, they play reggae in, in L.A. So that's all we pretty much got. There was no reggae bands. There. The Shepherds, N.Z. Ruff. Right. Um, Kush. Kush, Elijah Emanuel. That was, Gnarly bros, that Common was Sense you know, and common, stuff like that. Oh, that was, that was the North L.A., North right? North, L.A. But for San Diego, we didn't, we didn't, ha we didn't have any, any. There was no reggae scene. It was yeah, more of a jazz band. Uh, Carter uh, Freefers had a little at the, stint. Yeah, at the time it was more of a jam band scene in the right. 90s. There was more of that Carl Denson and bands called Faz and and uh, just you know there was a lot of different jazz based. There's a lot of good musicians in town. So one thing I noticed that a lot of the kids that are coming up, uh, a lot of them came up. Well, I noticed that listening to old Jamaican reggae, old dancehall reggae, mm -hmm. UK reggae, right? You know. And uh, that's predominantly what the youth that came out in Dago, all the musicians are just playing that. So now we got an influx of maybe 25 reggae bands all playing the same thing. And it's just kind of flooded the whole scene to the point where when people say reggae band, they instantly think of Cali reggae, you know. Right. Which is, to me, isn't really... I'm old school. I, I, just, I don't consider 
you know, reggae right. to me is right. You, you're more into reggae. the old school Jamaican style reggae instead of more the California, yeah, Cali, I, I don't get it. Cali roots reggae. Maybe I'm, you know, I'm old. I'm, I'm my dad now. <laughs> get off the my lawn. I appreciate the fact that, you know, I know it's hard because the school don't don't have music programs anymore. Right. You know, and a lot of kids don't have access to actual musicians. And the music now is so basic. They're really, unless they're digging crates and looking up old bands that are actually playing chord progressions and arrangements and vocal Like the harmonies. Expanders and, and Simkin Project. We do have a couple bands that yeah. f- that take the Jamaican mold but put their little California uh, twist on it, which is nice, right? Yeah, they, really, they, really it's good. Pop music, it's, you know, it's what, it's what it is now. It's popular music. Yeah, it's getting really popular now. At one time, you were right. I put it down on paper a few years ago. I had over forty reggae bands in San Diego, well, or you, reggae style. Carlos, I, we've been in this doing this since we were kids. Remember? Yeah. You know, we know. Yeah. That was, and it's and it's, we were it, the scene. You were the scene. We were the scene. Yeah. There was no scene. There was no scene. You go to trade routes to get your mixtapes. Albums. There was not even any trade routes anymore. You know, that that whole little pocket of people was gone. And for me, like I and like I said, to me being in a scene, I never really belonged to any really really scene. You know, because mm-hmm. the players I played with, Sykar has mutated because of the players that I played with. Every person that comes to the band brings their flavor and their influence and their technique and their way of playing that I can't change. Right. You know, so no matter how. I, my way, I have a song that goes like this. When I show these group of people that song, it's going to change. The dynamics change, it right? It has to because yeah. they're different people and there's different and they're interpreting differently. So for me, it's like I got over the whole it has to be this way years ago. Right. Know, I understand I embrace, that. I, now I embrace uh, the now. Mm-hmm. You know, when when I reha- when I rehearse people, I, we don't rehearse songs like. Like we're gonna do parts and stuff, you know. So right, right, right. We, we, this is how the tune goes, and then when we play it live, trust me, it's gonna be different. Right, right. <laughs> I, I know. I've been to rehears- some rehearsals. Yeah, you know, it, it, it they changes because the, to, cause the you know, energy from the crowd also yeah. affects the music. Right. Totally. If the whole crowd's dancing, why would you want to change and code to a slow song on the set list? Right. You just keep on playing. You just keep on playing. That's right. That's right. So it's Things great to have you here. You it's, learn when you get old. It's, it's it's great to have you here. Now we. <laughs> We've we've seen the music come as a Jamaican based style music into mm-hmm. more of a Cali roots music. Where do you see the music in five years? Where do you, where do you uh, think what's going to happen in five years? Um, shoot, man, that's hard to say. Do you think do you think do you think you think it's going to the pendulum's going to swing back to more traditional uh, reggae, or you think it's going to keep on getting more exper- more experimental and more popish? I think it's going to get more washed out. It already has. I mean, lyric content-wise, and the whole meaning of what what reggae is, rebel music. It's 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 a it's it's like they people don't that don't have a voice that never had a voice, right? Found a voice in music and reached people that never couldn't even understand that way of life. Americans can't comprehend that way of life, even though they say I get it. They, you can't unless you live in the, unless yeah, unless you've actually man. done the struggling, unless, unless you've man, su- you the music of the sufferer, right? Yeah, the sufferer, the real suffering. suffering. That's just the, how they live, and they're just expressing how they're doing it, how they're getting by their suffering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that music doesn't to me doesn't sound like they're crying about their suffering. Right, right, right. Because there there really is kind of like two 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 venues in the reggae scene. You could be like a Bob Marley peace and love love song type of stuff, or it could be like a Peter Tosh militant. Yeah. Style traditional thing. Bob, Bob didn't 
wasn't really a piece in love, unless you're talking about the Legend album, which was produced by Mary. Right. No, he did. He did definitely had some more revolutionary songs, but he had a, like a softer message. He wasn't so militant. I think Bob would slap you if he said he was soft. Well, Bob, maybe, maybe people took it differently because you know the way he was. But to me, his songs are hard. Yeah, no, his, his it's heavy hard. duty, and you know, the lyrical and, content and the is heavy. Are simple and in effect deep, yeah. deep, deep lyrics. They make you think. They're not like obvious things, you know. Not it's like the the, you know, the songs that Bob sings. You know, when he sings, I hear some of those songs, and I think he's even talking about our political yeah, scheme right know, now, it's all, right? It's Total destruction is the only solution. You know, it's like stuff like that. Business so. as usual. So that's my only thing, you know, like, I'm not trying to be like, you know, if you're in a band, you have to do, like, you have an obligation to be a, a, a positive influence. And I don't say that at all, because, like, some of my favorite music is really heavy rock stuff. I like heavy music. I like mm -hmm. hardcore music. I like mm -hmm. stuff that's angst, too. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I can connect with that on a level that, like, I could say I love it because I have that in me, too. Right. You know, And I love country music. I listen to a lot of country, old country like Merle and Willie and, you know, stuff like that. Because I grew up George with George Jones. Well, that's old school, old, 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 <laughs> old stuff. you right to the George Jones. So what about some new recordings for Sidecar or Southtown Generals? Is there a, a well, number two album coming for yes, Southtown Generals? Yeah, uh, what we were recording. Uh, right now we've got about six songs in the can. Wow. Yeah, we've been, I've been writing. When we write, man, when it just, we go up there and we just vibe and, the music part's easy for me. It's just coming up with the lyrics. You know, I don't want to be cliche. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want. It's my opportunity. I get four minutes to to make my point across. That's all you get. Four minutes. So right. You know, and I, and once you put it on, once you put it down, it's down. You you know you gotta. <laughs> yeah, you gotta live with so it. You gotta like, deal with yeah. it. Like when I listen to that Southtown Generals record. I listened to that, and I was really, really sick when I was recording that record. I was still on dialysis, and I was at, in the middle of my dialysis. I was going downhill. I was in super depressed, and me and Wevy were going through hard times, and that's why we did that project, you know. Mm -hmm. And then after a minute, it was like I was like, "Damn, well, we should do this, man. We should, we should book some cookie gigs." And he was like, "Well, we need a record." Next thing you know. We're, and we did it all ourselves on, on Wubby's little Pro Tools set up in, in the Tribal Studio. We all got together and we started writing tunes. Dante Thomas, great songwriter. Pele, great arrangement guy, great soloist, great mind. He thinks outside the box. He's Swedish, you know, he came from right. a whole other country, so he doesn't think like me at all, and I love him for that. Right. Jimmy Kai, he's, he's an OG. Yeah, maestro. Especially for reggae. And and the way he, he plays his, his keys, the way he chooses his bubbles, there's... There's so many different ways to bubble when Jimmy Kai's a master of where to put it. You know, so it was easy to um, come up with genius stuff. You know, I'm really proud of that record. That record wrote itself. It's a, it's a great record. We just heard No Room for Rasta. The whole album is really nice. Masterpiece, Telephone Line. So much great music on there, man. What's What are some other tunes on there? Um, Rasta and Rome is a pretty cool tune. It's one of Pele's came up with a groove. That's one of the kind of slower tunes on the on the album that's really offbeat and genius that you know he writes that really you know ballady stuff he did another nice little ballady song on the new record that we're doing okay that we're coming up with uh and sidecar too we got me and kiki have been writing tunes okay got some reggae stuff that you might want to 
listen to. I like to fantastic by you because you're the critique and fantastic. Town. Well, you know, we, I love new music. That's what the show is really. It's turned into, I try to feature all the brand newest, freshest music stuff. So even before it's released, yeah. I get a lot of new stuff, and I always filter through all that stuff, try to find the best tunes through all that stuff, and give you guys just the gems of the brand new stuff. That's what Club Kingston, Kingston Vibes is all about right here on Bob That's Radio. Good, man. I'm really glad that you're, uh, that you're this much more involved in the scene than, than before just being a DJ. You it were always makes it in. easy to book and do shows when I have great bands like you that's always going to satisfy the crowd and they're always going to walk away happy and smiling and it's uh-huh. always beautiful to have you here you know it's been nice to have you here Tim Thank you, Carmen. we'll probably have you back again yeah. you bring your guitar next time or something sure, right sure, bring your yeah. guitar and we'll have Smalls bring here in the spoons. studios some spoons <laughs> and we'll have a little uh, washboard. Rasper. Yeah, washboard. washboard and we'll do some spoon solo <laughs> it would be great oh, great so Tim you're performing our pre-Thanksgiving party this Wednesday night over at Club Kingston. What do you want to tell the mass about coming on out? Well, first of all, it's always a a, a, a good time. Always some smashing tunes. Carlos always pulls out the good stuff when he's spinning. Um, no cover. So come on, spend your money at the bar. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends to meet you down there. Um, friendly atmosphere. There's a nice kebab shop next door. And you're going to hear some good music from Shocks Almighty, a ska band from the North County. They've been Excellent band. For a Excellent lot, a lot band. Of years. Mike's been doing this a long time. He's not a stinky. Stinky's no kid. He's been doing this a while. <laughs> Jocko Baca on sax, the newest one. They got a nice little thing going. And of course, Sidecar. I'm gonna have Pele play guitar on this gig. Uh, Kiki, little the Dave Caranos are um, on the bass guitar these days. I've been playing with Dave for over 20 years. Oh man, epic guitar player. Great. And uh, and just an, an accomplished bass player as well. You know, I like his out of the box playing. No, he's 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 excellent. He's excellent. Now you guys played at the end of the month last month. You guys did like a two-hour set. It was amazing. We're looking forward to the same thing this Wednesday. But if you're out of town this Wednesday, you're going to go see family. Sidecar will be back at Club Kingston December 28th, right? So we always try to give you the good quality music, always give you something happy to go home with. Our Santa hats that show. Okay, bring your Santa hats, bring some gifts and stuff. <laughs> or maybe we'll take a, do a donation for all the, all the refugees in Mexico. We'll yes. try to help them out, all right? We'll do that. All right, so if you guys want to bring some food, some canned stuff, Wednesday night, please bring some canned food stuff. All that stuff will go to the Haitian refugees in Tijuana, and we'll just be giving thanks and praise to the Most High. And support your local musicians. Support your bands out there trying to do it for whatever reasons they're doing it. They're out there doing it. That's right, that's right. Now, um... Reefa has this thing on Wednesday night down in the South Bay, and uh, Reefa also has this thing on Thursday nights at Gallagher's. That's moving to Tuesday. I just so you got last night. I was hanging out with Reefa last night. Yeah, that, that's changing over there. THC, their reggae night is moving from Thursday to Tuesday. So we have a whole week of stuff going on here in San Diego. So support all the bands. U31 is a great show this weekend. Ranking Joe is going to be there. We got it's amazing stuff. Tune into the show. Check out Bob Bestie, all the shows, all the tickets you guys want. Any final words from you, Tim? Just keep coming out, listening to live music. We need people to come out and listen to live music. So we can keep doing it. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, thank you very much. And uh, we will see you again, my brother.